Um, boy, it's kind of a crazy name, but Taco Sunday. Uh, yeah. So uh, a little bit different, but what we'll do everything next Sunday uh, will be over in the Family Life Center. And uh, we'll have a simple meal together, And but that the meal is part of our worship service. And uh, so we'll, we'll have a, um, a, um, a short devotional. Uh, Johnny and myself will be participating. Uh, he don't really know that, but I'm telling him now. And uh, it, it'll, it'll be a setting, maybe something like uh, this morning will go. Um, but we'll end after we eat, or we will end with communion. And uh, just it just reminds me, uh, I had, had the thought you know, several weeks ago, and uh, just maybe stepping back and sharing a meal, maybe someone will share their testimony, and just a couple of songs, if you will, and just enjoy family, enjoy our time of fellowship, the koinonia uh, together. And then the next Sunday is what? It's Mom's Day. Yeah, Mother's Day is uh, May the 12th, so uh, we'll, we'll have a, a great day. Uh, so please, uh, please come back. Um, it's not that far from Vegas or you know other states. I can, I, I can name. So come back and, and be with us. So. Um, yesterday, I, I used a word. Um, I think. Well, let me get different. I used the word luck or lucky, but I really, I don't believe in that. I don't really believe in chance. And I just feel a little uh, pushed to say this. Our sovereign God knew you would be here today. He knew each one of us would be here today. And it's my desire that uh, whatever the, the Lord, whatever the Holy Spirit desires to, to speak to us today, that all hindrances would be removed whether it's uh, us uh, and we have our, our ears closed or that's uh, something spiritual that's blocking uh, what the Spirit would have for us to hear. My prayer this morning, uh, my prayer this morning is that our ears would be open, that our spirit would be receptive to, to receive what the, the Lord would say to us this morning. Is that good? Can we come into agreement with that? Amen. Can we come into agreement with that? Uh, I'll take a, a nod or amen. I'll take either one of them. Yeah. Yeah. What you're trying to do there, or what I'm trying to do, is get you to do a transaction in the spirit. You're opening yourself up to what God, we believe God speaks to us, right? Yes. All the time, God speaks to us. Sometimes our ears need to be cleaned out. Spiritual ears. But God speaks to us all the time. This is just the way I am. I'm sorry. I'm going to jump out from where I was getting ready to go. How's Brother Leonard doing? He's home. He's not home. Oh, he's at, he's at Winslow's. Okay. Very good. But he's doing better. I believe I've got my notes here. Now, now I'm finally getting to the message, okay? So I'm getting ready to start. All right. I think it was March the 21st of this year that um, I was up at a, a training. Uh, Pastor Joshua was there, and uh, it was, I don't know, probably 50 or 60 people there. And um, I was at a round table with, um, with four of the guys. And we were talking about discussing the resurrection day. We were talking about Easter and that, that sort of thing. And 
my mind uh, or, or whatever, whether it's my mind or the spirit, but the, just the words, so what's next, came to my mind. And um, so my mind was, um, the spirit, whatever it, it was, um, so, so what's next? And my mind was, as I said, it was on the resurrection. And I just began to think about the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ. And you guys, most of us, most of us are here because we believe in the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ. And... Um, these, these truths that we, we hold so, uh, so, so dear, um, we know that they're eternal, the message is, we, we believe that there is one gospel, not a hundred, but we believe the gospel, that he is the way, the truth, and the life. Um, there's, uh, there's other stories out there that would point us to a God or, or point us to heaven, but um, we believe that... Um, Christ is who he said he was. And what is recorded here, what in the Gospels of who he, who the disciples uh, say who he was. And this is, um, I just read this crazy article, and uh, the, lawyer, the lawyer spoke to um, his client, uh, or was speaking about his client, and said she was just faking it until she could make it. And it was, uh, it was a lady named, you can Google it, it's kind of a crazy story, but her, her name is... Um, Anna Sororkin, and she's from Germany, and she's transitioning from Germany to Paris to uh, New York City, and through her shenanigans or, or through her lies, where she's not embezzled, but kind of um, pulled, pulled money away from people, uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, and now she's in court. But she was just kind of faking it, I mean, because she, she was acting like she was a, kind of a social life, kind of living a high life, but she was trying to live it off of a borrowed dime or you no know, borrowed thousands of dollars. She even tried to she even tried to borrow, went into a bank now, tried to borrow twenty two million dollars. Uh, just it's all fake. But this guy, and I don't mean it derogatory, but this guy named Jesus, he was no fake. He was a real deal. And I was just thinking about how. Um, how the, the the whole the whole picture, the the, the life of Jesus, the, the ministry of Jesus, and I've just realized I left my notes up, up in, in front here, but I was thinking about the the birth of Christ, and how um, the the verses that we we, we read so uh, we read read and we we are familiar with uh, Luke chapter 2 at, at, at uh, Christmas time we read and she gave birth to her firstborn child and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the end. I think about the teachings of Christ and how um, several times in Scripture it speaks about how the, the people, he would, he would say he was finished speaking, and the crowds were just so amazed at his teaching because he taught 
was uh, as one who had authority, not as the, the teachers of the law. There was something about, something different about this man named Jesus. And I thought about the crucifixion. Paul goes on to write in, in uh, First Thess excuse me, First uh, Corinthians. He says, "When I was with you, he says I forgot everything. I, I decided to forget everything except Jesus Christ and Him crucified." And I'm going to ask the, the people that are in this church today, and maybe the, the few that's watching on Facebook. When is the last time, other than Easter and the, the week, the Holy Week or the, the Passion of Christ, when is the last time you really thought about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ? Answer it. Don't look at me like a deer looking at a headlight. Not, not out loud. We well, can't answer it out loud. But when is the last time you really considered the, the price that he paid for us. What he went through for us. The ridicule. The flogging. Being nailed to a tree. When's the last thing, the last time you gave true consideration of what he did for us? But this is where my mind went to when I said, so what's next? We know that wasn't the end of the story. Him being nailed to a cross. We know last week we celebrated a high note. He's alive, right? And he still is, right? Yeah. So let's act like it. He's still alive. Yes? yes. Yeah. He's alive in each one of us. If we've received him as our Lord and our Savior, he's alive. He's still alive even if, he, if you haven't received him. It's, it's, you know. I thought about after the crucifixion, there was the resurrection. And how it made it, maybe that brought confusion and, and all that was taking place. And I thought about the ascension. Most of us know the story quite well. We thought of, we, we, we read about how Christ came after the resurrection. He, he spent 40 days walking the face, interacting with the apostles, walking <laughs> around, meeting, uh, talking with the followers, uh, his own followers. Uh, some in a group, some on. That's what we spoke about last week, how he desires to connect with us one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so we praise God for, for that. So after those 40 days, what takes place then? What takes place is what was called the ascension of Christ. And the, the, one of the scriptures that, that, um, that came to my mind or that I looked up that I don't have notes for right now that I'm trying to remember it says that he, he was there and he, he lifted his hands up and he was blessing his disciples. He was blessing his followers. And as he did that, it says that he ascended up into heaven. And right after that, the next verse says, and they worshiped him. And then they returned back to Jerusalem joyfully. May we have the same thing. May we have hearts of worship. And may we have hearts. God, help us to have hearts of joy. But it still doesn't end there. So I asked the question to myself. I said, so what's next?
I don't need that. I don't have my notes anyhow, so don't worry. So I asked the question, I asked you guys, so what was next? My mind went to the, the 40 days that he was, that he was here uh, speaking uh, to the disciples. And, and within that, there was a, uh, is the, the last few verses of, of Matthew chapter 28. And we call it the Great Commission. And the way that reads is, it, it, I call it the, kind of the last huddle, if you will. He pulled, the, the, I usually call them the guys, but it was more than guys. He, he called his followers together. And he says, go. Most translation says, go therefore. Or you go, therefore ties in with whatever else has already taken place. It says, go and make disciples. And I believe that call is still for us today. For us to, to make disciples, and it says, to baptize them in the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. And we're to, they were, we are to, to teach uh, the same thing. So, the last few days, I don't know when this uh, came to me, but the last few days, I, I just, is this a cool table or what? Yeah, um, I want to give uh, Tori, I don't know who helps you, but let, let's give her a, a, a hand clap. And you can. So most of us, we know this is to depict the, the Last Supper. And, we, and many of us, if we if we could work through their names, we may not get the name them, you know, exactly. We might forget somebody. You know, but we, we could start to begin to, to name the names. Somebody name a couple of the disciples that you think were sitting around this table as we celebrated. James. Judas, okay. Okay. So, so but we get, we get to, to 12. And I, I, was, uh, I was actually up here uh, more than you know, a couple times. And... Cam had, um, and th thank you guys uh, for what y'all did last week, but Cam's got everybody's name down here. It's kind of strange, but this plate right here, it says Jesus on it. And then this one right over here says Judas. Now, there's no way we're going to replace this man, right? Now, we are to be little Christ. But we're not going to, our, our drop of blood is not going to bring forgiveness for mankind. And God knows, I know we don't want to be this guy, even though there's probably many ways we do um, forsake and um, betray him, if you know what I'm saying. But for the rest of them, she's got guy, people's names up here so they would know where to sit at. Keith and Alvin. And James, and Joshua, and Jeremy, and Ricky, and Firma, and Donnie, Nick Bunch, Chris Bradle, and Nick Saka. And I was just thinking, 
I've already gone through the, the life of Christ and the things that kind of resonate, you know, the, the high notes that resonate with us. But then I said, so, so what's next? Christ, Christ lived, he taught, he died. He rose again. He went back to heaven. And then the disciples went out and spread the good news. And that's why we're here today. But my question is still, so what's next? It is the story finished? And um, so I had this crazy idea that I was going to invite one or two of these guys up. So this time I'm going to ask Nick Saka to, to come up. Let's give him a hand clap.
Yeah, a um, little bit about me. Um, last time I was up here, I spoke um, uh, about I'm getting ready to celebrate 10 years walking back with Christ. Um, so that's also 10 years uh, free and clear of the addiction to heroin and meth. Um, 10 years starting this new walk. Um, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're celebrating. That's what we're celebrating. Independent insurance agency. Um, so that's 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 how we make a living. My wife builds houses. Um, well, she designs them, I guess. They, you know, whatever. We, she, she does a good job. Of what yeah, she that's does. the flooring. That, that's building houses. Yes, yeah, so they, they need her to build a house. She 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 um, she's wonderful. Um, thirty one, getting ready to turn thirty two this year. Um, this will be the third year we're here in Tigerman. Is that? Is that right? We, we, we met in Charlotte. At it seems school. longer than that. Yeah, it does. I'm living with this guy. It's tough. Um, it's definitely uh, challenging to say the least. It's probably why I'm bending things and fidgety. Um, no, but it's been great. I mean, I know I thank you all for, for welcoming me. I mean, Tori grew up here, so um, you, you, this is a happy place to be. I know it's a happy home, but um, yeah, you guys are wonderful. Um, I, I work with the youth right now. Um, those are my peoples that were up here singing. They did a wonderful job. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I, I didn't see Trinity up here. We'll get her to come sing sometime soon. She's got a beautiful voice as well. But yeah, I mean, we talk about making disciples, and, and, and you know that is the ultimate goal. And, and you can tell someone to do something, but until you live it yourself and they see it, um, I know from working with them. And when I was you know, in youth, um, I could see right through stuff. Right, we. No fake stuff kind of went through. Um, and so when we talk about discipleship, you know, it's not just about what you say. You know, it is our actions that, you know, that they'll know that you're a Christian by your love. Um, and that's what I'm passionate about, just raising up this next generation so they don't got to make the same mistakes that, uh, that I did because not many people come out from that. Um, when you were speaking right now, this made me think about, can you, uh, I don't know if this is a okay time to um, speak to it or not, but about over into the high school. Can you say Oh, yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, so when I first came out here, the, I wouldn't say when it first started here, um, but the Lord's definitely put it on my heart. You know, I grew up in a household uh, where my father has owned a business since I can remember. Um, so I grew up in a household that was very goal-oriented. Um, he instilled a lot of um, uh, great characteristics in me that I was able to pick up off him. Um, and so... I'm saying that because coming to, to certain areas, um, a lot of people don't grow up with fathers for one, um, and they're not being maybe raised up to think that there's what's next, almost like what you're talking about here. Um, so I say that to say that we are, I'm, I'm working with um, John A. Holmes right now, um, Wes, the athletic director over there, uh, about setting up a program to help kids and teens that, that, that are you know, transitioning out of high school um, you know, maybe played sports or maybe didn't, but just really don't have um, the proper tools to excel in something they want to excel in, whether it be, you know, be a manager at a restaurant or, or, or you know, open a company or, you know, work up the line at a, um, at a company and, and keep growing. You know, there, there's certain characteristics that um, if those aren't taught to you or instilled to you, um, you know, you, it's hard to learn. 
Um, and a quick story, I had a young lady in my office on Thursday. Um, she, she is trying to start a business. I think she's 20 or 21. Um, and so I kind of shared stuff that, we, that we're going to start doing at John A. Holmes. And um, she said, man, if this was a, I wish she was around when I was in high school. So basically what it's going to be is, is to help if you do have an idea, how are you going to cultivate that idea? What are you going to do next with it? Um, you know, simple things as far as, you know, being the best person you can be, you know, do, do right, not wrong, you know, the golden rule, um, ethics. Um, we'll, we'll talk about business plans, if that's the idea of where, where they want to go. Um, uh, you know, the, the whole goal is to help unlock or tap something that's already inside of you and give you the, the, the proper goals to how to uh, achieve or attain the goals you want to you wanna attain. So, so there's some pretty cool stuff going on. Um, and that was definitely a confirmation um, when that young lady was in the office just because she said, you know, I, I don't know how to do any of this. Um, so yeah, that's, that, that's something that's really on my heart is just to help the young entrepreneurs, the young, the young Josephs uh, to, to rise up um, and just do whatever you want to do, but have the proper steps to do it so you, so you don't go in there blind. Yeah, that's good. Um, last week, were you in church last week? Were you here? Yeah, I was there. Oh, a couple people had asked me, uh, like how many that was here last Sunday. We had bumping 140 people here last Sunday, highest number in over 10 years on Easter Sunday morning. So, yeah, hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So last week we were speaking about the resurrection, and uh, so just a question here. Resurrection, ascension time, and uh, what, what do you think was going through the apostles and disciples' minds at, at that time? Yeah, um, so you mentioned it a minute ago, probably a lot of confusion. Um, you know, the Gospel of Mark, we're, we're working through that with the youth and then also with, with the journey sure. class. Um, that whole Gospel is really just about who is Jesus. Um, so the people that walked closely with him, you know, he had the 12, but then he had his, you know, the, the three um, that, that he took mainly when he would go pray alone. Um, they walked with him, they talked with him, they ate with him, they broke bread, they prayed with him, um, but they still didn't really know who he was. Um, so to ask the question about where the apostles were, I mean, I think it paints the perfect picture. Um, I think Peter said, once Jesus ascended, I'm gonna go fishing, you know? So like immediately once Jesus left, he almost went back to his old life because he didn't know. He was almost lost, confused about what, what the next step was because they, they had the, the word right in front of them, walking and talking with him, but they still didn't really have the, um, I, I think, the true knowledge of who Jesus was. Um, so I think they were confused, scared, sad. I mean, they, they, they hid out for a little bit, I believe, you know, because they thought they were going to be next to be crucified. Um, so they were definitely um, in, in a state of shock. Um, I've asked Nick, uh, I, g I gave, uh, as I said, we have not rehearsed this, I don't know if you can tell, <laughs> but um, I did ask him to, to read a scripture to us, and what he's going to read now is Acts chapter 11, if you want to turn there, Acts chapter 11, 19 through 27, so this is kind of fast forward, we, we, we uh, spoke about the birth earlier, we, we spoke about the teachings of Christ, and so fast forward, this, the, the disciples are, are on the field now, they're spreading the, the good news, and I'm asked uh, Nick to, um, to read a, a passage for us, uh, uh, Acts chapter 11, 19 through 27. 
Now those who had been scattered by the persecution that broke out when Stephen was killed traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, spreading the word only among Jews. Some of them, however, men of Cyprus and Cyrene, went to Antioch and began to speak to Greeks also, telling them the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord's hand was with them, and a great number of people believed and turned to the Lord. News of this reached the church in Jerusalem, and they sent Barnabas to Antioch. When he arrived, he saw what the grace of God had done, and he was glad, and he encouraged them all to remain true to the Lord with all their hearts. He was a good man, full of the Holy Spirit and faith, and a great number of people were brought to the Lord. Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. During this time, some prophets came down to Jerusalem to Antioch. Twenty-seven. That was it. <laughs> not rehearsed. <laughs> it definitely not rehearsed. I, I uh, opened it up in my own Bible, and uh, I was going to follow along when he took my, my own Bible. <laughs> so it was not rehearsed. Technology did not work that time. <laughs> <laughs> It speaks about they were first called Christians, and uh, so when I read this the other day, my mind went to, in our society, um, it, it, there's a lot of people who would identify with the name Christ, um, and is that is that still a good term for us to use in, in you know, your thinking? Uh, I mean, I know you're, you're Christian, disciple, follower, um, what's a good... Uh, is that still a good a good name, Christian? Well, I'm glad you asked me that, Walter. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, obviously that's what we are, Christians, right? Um, it, I do believe now, unfortunately, um, the word Christian is, is tossed around too loosely, if I can say that. Um, I say that just because we're supposed to be a Christian nation, Um Everyone will probably, when, when you meet them in the street, near the street, the streets, um, the streets, um, they'll say that they, they'll say that they, they are a Christian. Um, but what did Jesus say? That they'll know you're a Christian by the way you act, the way you, I mean. So that I think, yes, it's a term that's almost thrown around now um, that doesn't have the same meaning that it did, you know, in Acts, unfortunately. Um, and the word disciple—that's a great word, um, you know. Uh, Disciple, you're teaching, you're learning, you're trying to be like the one discipling you. Um, you also mentioned follower. Um, those are all great terms, um, you know. But but if we if, if we stake that claim, we put that on our name badge, and we're not actually doing what those words mean, I think that's what deters people from from maybe the belief in general, um, because they see you know Mr. So and So saying that I'm a believer, I'm a disciple, I'm a follower of Christ, I'm a Christian. Um, but when you see him Monday through Saturday, you, you couldn't tell him different from the world, you know. So the Lord said, be holy because I'm holy. So that means set apart. And, you know, if you're going to take those words and say that you are what this is, you're a Christian, that means you're set apart from the world. But if you act as the world does, I mean, I think that's where that term kind of gets messed up a little bit. Um, I'll even throw another one in there um, that, that uh, I'm probably all of those. I mean, I hope I am, but I'm also a lover of Christ. Um, I was going to ask you, what would you call yourself yeah. next? And, and, uh, so I so, jumped ahead there. No, no, no. Well, I mean, we, we got the same flow yeah. of thought here. Yeah. So, um, you know, because I was, I, when I was, you know, typing on a few notes here and, 
praying and prepping here, um, the word God chaser uh, came came to my mind, and um, so that that's kind of how I see you, man. And um, but yeah, so how, how how do you identify? How would you describe or identify yourself as a, a follower, or how would you? What would you? Yeah, um, I mean, you would use? There's a, there's a few adjectives I'd like to use as well, uh, depending, I think that's an adjective. <laughs> Chris would know, I don't know. I don't, that is correct, all right, wonderful. Um, I just don't know the adjective nouns and verb stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm, I'm all three of those, but definitely I'm a lover of Christ. I love Jesus Christ with everything I do. Um, I love him more than I love my wife, more than I love my mom and dad, my aunts and uncles. Um, and that's not bad for me to say that. Um, I, I, but I do identify more, more with, with, with him being, you know, my bridegroom, uh, my groom, my lover. Um, but then, you know, he also says in John that you are now friends. Um, and so I really believe that at the love I have for Jesus, we've developed a friendship. So I can also identify the, the friendship of Christ, the friend of Christ. Um. As I, again, as I was preparing for our, our sit down here uh, this morning, I was thinking about this. Actually, came to me. Um, what I'm, we'll end up getting to came to me yesterday. I was around here praying, walking back and forth, and, um, just seeing what um, the Lord would say to me, to us today. And in Romans chapter eight, it speaks about the. There's different gifts within the body. Also, 1 Corinthians speaks to that as well, the gifts of the Spirit. And um, as I was um, doing what I was doing yesterday, whatever it was here, um, I believe I was sitting at this table, maybe where you're sitting. sitting. And I, I know one of the gifts that you um, pursue, uh, and the, the Scripture says that you may all prophesy. And uh, I don't know when this was. Um, this was probably like uh, two, um, uh, maybe two years ago. And um, there was a guy, um, if, I, if I recall right, I didn't look back in my notes because I try to write down um, when somebody gives me a, a word, a prophetic word is what I would call it. And the person told me, he says that, God would send me uh, a person who would encourage me and would um, hold my hands up uh, like a, a herd or an Aaron in scripture. And um, as I was thinking about our time here, um, whether you're the one, but I certainly believe you're a one of the people that God has sent to me to encourage me, and um, I know you don't realize um, how uh, much you bless me, and uh, how you uh, you encourage me uh, in your pursuit of, of the Lord. Um, getting up early in the morning, um, reading the Word, praying. Um, uh, it, it's just an encouragement to me, and. Um, as we as we sit here, I want to tell you and tell this group um, of, of beautiful people that um, 
Nick Osaka is really special to me. And I'm not saying that um, for any reason except um, the Holy Spirit. There's seasons in our lives that the Holy Spirit um, puts people in your, your path. I had, I had no idea uh, when, when Tori uh, ran off to, um, she said ran off, we dropped her off. <laughs> That's a long. That's another story. Won't take time for that. But uh, to to Charlotte, uh, Port Mill area, that uh, she would hook up, um, meet, marry this dude from Vegas, and uh, but this dude um, that was dressed in black and white for for pastor. <laughs> um, how how you guys would transition back to um, to this area, and um, but I, I I thank the Lord for. Um, for you and um, how you've encouraged me. And um, I, I probably haven't told you that in the, you know, privately, but I, say, I certainly say that now publicly that I appreciate you and I love you, man. And, I love you too, Walter. Yeah. And I, I appreciate the, um, the pursuit, pursuer of Christ that you are. And uh, whether I, I was interested to see what you're going to say, uh, you know, disciple or whatever. So, lover of Christ, I get it. But um, with that, it, there comes, you know, in, in all this, this thought process, is so what's next? Again, I could go over the same thing the, the, from the birth of Christ. I really should back up to the Old Testament. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, I would probably seven, eight hundred years before Christ was born before Christ was nailed on the cross, that was prophesied that it would take place. So fast forward today, what is it, that? April the 28th, April the 28th, 2019. So what's next? What is the what is the place that you guys play? I just, we just painted just a small picture of what he's doing. As followers, as disciples, as lovers of God, that as we walk with Christ, the intention is for us to accomplish and do what we're called to do. We're, we're, we're called to obey what this says. And I believe the obedience, part of the obedience, is, um, is the Great Commission. So, so what's next in your life? What's next in your How are you? And, and look, we, we went back and forth a bit. Um, is Christian still a, a good term or not a good term? But your connection, or are you, are you walking it out? Or am I? You can ask me the same question, but that's where my mind is at. Joe Q or Josephine Q Christian, are we are we living this life just associated with the name of Jesus? Are we, are we truly a follower and doing what this book says? Or is it some kind of a long-distance relationship, if you know what I mean? I'm going to ask Joshua if he would come at this time. And uh, I'm going to ask the musicians to come at this time.
I was going to uh, ask Nick to give me uh, from our logo and different words for our logo what's the most important whether it's worship whether it's forgiveness whether it's the great commission I'm not going through them all because I don't, just don't feel like I should do that but as Joshua plays and my prayer is that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you through this, uh, this little interaction between Nick and myself. Because I want us to realize what is, what is our individual responsibility to the kingdom of God? Because the story still continues. We're still in Acts. Now it's recorded. And then there's a period there. But in my mind, we're still walking out of Acts. And my thought and my, 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 my push for us is to connect with the kingdom of God because I believe it's much more. The kingdom of God needs us to be connected with not just in, in, not just in name only. We need to be, and, not, and look, if this is offensive, I, I kind of apologize, but not very much. The kingdom of God needs the Christians, the, the lovers of Christ, the, the, uh, the followers of Christ, the disciples of Christ to be interacting in the kingdom and not just really sitting on a pew. So my intention here is for you, when this is, a, I don't know how long we'll do this, probably at least three, uh, three weeks, at least that long. So what's next? I want you to feel uncomfortable with where you're at. And asking God, what's next? How do I need to connect with the kingdom? I, I, I'm a, it says that the sheep know his voice. And for us, and I'll add again, he's always speaking. And for us to hear his voice and for us to be in tune with it and not just to hear it. It says, don't be hearers only of the word, but what? What? What's next? So if this connects with you, I'm going to ask that, that you would bow your heads. I'm going to ask that you would bow your heads. And if this, this, uh, this, um, it's not really a teaching, but if this is connected with you today, I'd ask that you'd raise your hand. Christian? 
Are we really a follower? Are we really a disciple? Are we really a pursuer? So if this message is connected with you, and several of you raised your hands, I might ask that you would respond, whether to the altar, whether to, to Nick or myself, and we will pray with you. So as he plays, I'm not going to beg, beg. Uh, that's not how I operate. But the Spirit of God has spoken to you today, and several of you have raised your hand. I remind you of that. I'm just going to ask that you would respond properly. Please come if you if you feel the need.